Hi, this is Angela. And I'm Jennifer. And, and welcome, welcome to the, the Let's Design, Design a Life of Joy podcast, where we talk about all things relating to joy and happiness, hacks for your home, hacks for your life, and hacks for your family. But don't hack your family. <laughs> so here we go <laughs> with another episode. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Let's Design a Life of Joy podcast. Tonight, we're going to talk about synchronicity. The reason we're going to talk about synchronicities is because they bring us joy, of course. We're always happy when they happen because they... <laughs> Why are you laughing? All of a sudden, she's laughing. She's like trying not to make the noise. I just have to say that. Because we forgot to hit record, and we're doing this again, <laughs> and I just wanted to say, good morning, good good morning, woodchuck chuckers. It's Groundhog Day. <laughs> yep. Speaking of synchronicities, God. Yes. So this is our Sorry. second time. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we decided to talk about synchronicities because those make us happy because they connect things in life they connect you to other people and they bring together events that would be seemingly separate but because they have meaning to you they're special and that's what Carl Jung said that they were like these real special moments of connection that we have to the world around us it connects the inside to the outer world it connects us to other people so kind of like you want to think about when you think about a friend and then all of a sudden they call you on the phone that's really of all the times that they could call you and it could be somebody you haven't talked to in a year and all of a sudden right when you thought about them they called that gives you that feeling of connection so it makes it extra special that we're really not separate as though the world might make it seem that it is and when I the first time I remember hearing a story like that about synchronicity was from my dad and he had lived on a street in another state and then in New Mexico lived on the same street and in the same house number for the house, the address was the same. And he thought that that was really weird. Like, what a weird coincidence. This was years later, many moves later. And it wasn't one right after the other, but it was really neat. And then as we got settled in and he got to know the neighbors, he started talking to a friend, a guy he made friends with. And their house was Caddy Corner across from ours. And he was talking about how he had lived on the same street name in Kansas City. And the guy said, I lived in the same street name on Kansas City. And then they started talking about their addresses and they lived across the street from each other on that same street in Kansas City. So that's really bizarre. Same street name, same, you know, same city and the street name, same in both cities. Just weird, just weird. And I thought that that was really neat. And that's one of those things that falls under Carl Jung's definition of an actual synchronicity where it is so bizarre and the chances are so far remote and so extreme yet so strongly associated and it gives you this real strong emotional shock and feel that that's an actual true synchronicity. Yeah, that one that one was actually I mean I mean what are the odds? Yeah. That happening. They're so minute. It would be so hard to even calculate that. You know, moves across the country, different cities. It's just unfathomable. And they hadn't kept in touch because they didn't know each other in the other city. Just so, so weird. So that's a neat story. And then some of the ones that I've had in my life are, they range from just real subtle things. Once I was working for a cosmetic company and I would travel as a traveling makeup artist and I didn't know a lot of the girls at the different counters. There was always the changeover and help or the different days you happened to be there. Was it the same people working as last time? And, you know, usually it ended up no. 
And so I had gotten to know a little bit the people at the counter that I was working with, but not much because when I showed up, we were super busy. And at one point of the day, I was in a drawer looking for a lipstick for a customer. And one of my coworkers was a little bit further away from me. And I heard her saying, Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer. And Jennifer's such a common name. And so I just ignored it and I kept looking for what I was looking for. But when she was so persistent and continued to keep calling the name Jennifer, being a twin and being used to being called Jennifer, you eventually turn around and acknowledge the person because you just figured there must be some reason. So I turned and looked at her and she said, can you get me this certain lipstick? So I got it for her and I thought that was weird. She was calling me Jennifer. Then later in the day, I asked her, why did you call me Jennifer? And she said, oh, I thought that's what your name was. And I said, no, that's my twin sister's name. And it happened to me another time when I met somebody new, a neighbor on the street that we just moved on. And we talked, introduced ourselves at the beginning of the conversation, chatted a little bit, and then I went to head home. And I said goodbye, addressing her by her name. She said goodbye to me, but she said, bye, Jennifer. It was nice to meet you. And I said, oh, that's interesting you called me Jennifer. She said, oh, I'm sorry. Did I screw up your name or did I forget? And I said, well, yeah, but that's my twin sister's name. So it's kind of funny that people, I don't know if they pick up on it or if it's just one of those weird things, yeah. but yeah, it's definitely too weird that it happened a couple of times. Yeah. And for me, I have never had anybody spontaneously call me Angela like that. For me, like people just mix me up with her, but spontaneously I've had people repeatedly call me Stephanie and I have no idea why people pick that name it's just it's always Stephanie and I get it very regularly happened to me where they'll call me Stephanie and then if I ask them why they'll say well you just you look like a Stephanie and I didn't know that there, was a, <laughs> that, that there was a type like you have to look a certain way to be named Stephanie but apparently I have the look, the Stephanie look. But you'd think of being identical twins, though, that sometimes I would get called Stephanie, and I've never once been called Stephanie. Yes, no, you never have. Mm -mm. Only I get called Stephanie. Yep. I'm yeah. only the only one that gets called Stephanie. Yeah. So bizarre. So bizarre. So, And I noticed that synchronicities happen to me more so when I'm following resonance when I'm doing things that I feel pulled to do especially if it's something really challenging and that I'm scared of for whatever reason but I have this urge to do it when I do those things that's when synchronicities happen to me more so which makes me feel that it's more meaningful because I can go a long time between a really good synchronicity and one recently that I had, it was actually, sometimes it's things that I feel pulled to do myself. Sometimes they're things that I pull other people to do that I feel that they need to do. So I had noticed that one of the local museums was doing a talk and it was for teachers. And I thought it was something that Jennifer would, should do. I thought, oh, she should go do this. The person giving the talk is a Disney artist, a, a really famous Disney artist. His name is Floyd Norman. He's a Disney legend. And I said, oh, you should go to this. You can go to this. So she said, oh, I will. So she signed up. And then came the day she had an event at her school and she thought she wasn't going to make it in time to sign in for the event. So she asked me to go do it in her place since I look like her. So we kind of planned to dress alike. I show up. 
but actually before I show up, <laughs> getting ready to leave the house. And since I can't attend the event because I'm not a teacher, I decide that I'm gonna go look around the gardens around the outside of the museum and sketch and paint. So I went to go gather all my stuff out of this cabinet and I went in the cabinet and there was a book, a really special book that I had lost over a year before. I had torn apart the entire house looking for it. It's this Art of Sleeping Beauty book that came out in 1997, I believe the year was. And I had managed to get it. It was limited to 2,500 copies. And it was signed by Mark Davis and Ivan Durrell, two artists that were primary designers on Sleeping Beauty. So I, when I saw the book, I was beyond happy. I had spent at the time when the book came out, I spent $150 on this book and it was a prized possession. And I hugged it. I talked to it. I said, where have you been? And I almost brought it with me to the museum because I was so happy to have it. But then I was afraid something would happen to it because it's this very special book and I had never seen it anywhere else. The only copies I'd ever seen was the copy that I owned and the copy that Jennifer owned. We each had bought a copy of the book. So I gathered my stuff and all my sketching stuff ran out the door and I had a bottle of water for Jennifer because she didn't have one for the day and she needed it. So I head out to sign in and get her her water, but she ended up beating me to the museum. So I was still going to bring her water. I brought it. And then she said, oh, by the way, one of the ladies here that I just met, her husband was supposed to come to the talk and he couldn't. And she has a sticker that you have to wear to get in. She, you can go and hear the talk. So I was like, that's great. That's awesome. I'll take the sticker. So that was the second happy thing that happened for me that day was that I got the sticker, got to go in. And then as we're waiting, I realized that I was not going to be able to eat my lunch. It was in the car. I had brought it so that I could take it out with me while I was sketching. But I had a lot of stuff to carry and I didn't want to carry it in with me first thing. And then, of course, the lady across the way who we had just met said, my friend was supposed to come and didn't. And she ordered one of the nice box lunches that they have and you could have it. So then I was provided with a free lunch, a really nice lunch. So we went in, we heard the talk, it was fabulous. Then we went to go look at the Associated Art exhibit. There's a Disney exhibit at the museum. Looked at that and then we saw that there was a book for the exhibit and Jennifer wanted to buy it. So we said, oh, let's go to the gift shop. So we go in the gift shop and we're looking all over and it was really hard to find this book for the exhibit. I don't know why they kind of had it tucked away. Usually those things are front and center if there's a special exhibit and it wasn't. So as we're looking for it, I come across a display case that's locked and behind the glass is another copy of my Sleeping Beauty book from 1997. And it says signed by Disney artists. And I was floored. I, I couldn't believe it. I had never seen another copy. And, and it had an $800 price tag on it. And all I could think of is if I had not found my precious book earlier that day, I would have been absolutely horrified and it would have completely ruined my day. And it would have just upset me so much. And then here I had found it and I had had the perfect day. And it was so weird because he had worked on, Floyd Norman had worked on Sleeping Beauty. It was very much so a very serendipitous day in, in every single way. It was really magical and I knew that it couldn't just be a bunch of coincidences. There was just no way. It was statistically impossible that all of this would have happened in one day. So it really made me feel like the universe was looking out for me and making sure that I had a good day because I made sure Jennifer was going to have a good day. So that was really neat. Yeah, it was. It was like this whole sleeping beauty day. 
like yeah. moment. Like everything was related. So that was really neat. Um, another thing that happened to me that was really neat, um, synchronicity-wise, was when my kids were young, they really wanted a Wii, and I had really wanted to be able to get one for them for Christmas. But at the time, my husband and I, our budget was really tight, and we really didn't have the money for it. And at the time, Ellen was doing her 12 days of Christmas things, or it was like a giveaway thing. I don't remember the exact name of the show, but I tried to get the tickets, and it didn't work out. I didn't, I didn't get picked to, to get in the audience. So I was bummed about it, but I thought, well, something will work out and, you know, maybe we can save up or some extra money will come along and we'll get the money together in time for Christmas. But you were and just then, guessing they would even have a Wii. You didn't know I know I didn't even I not, didn't even right? know they would have a Wii. I was just guessing. I was just saying that that would be the reason I'd want to go. And then is and all I would want was to just get a Wii. If I could just get a Wii from the, the show it would be neat. But there was no guarantee. Like, I had no idea what they were going to give away. So then a couple weeks goes by, and I talked to my friend Suzanne, and she had got to go to see The Ellen Show, but it wasn't for one of the, the Christmas giveaway shows. It was just a regular episode. And she called me to let me know how the episode was, and if she had fun, she went with this friend of hers. And I, I'm like, oh, how was it? Did you have a good time? And she said, oh, yeah, it was really fun. And she told me about the guests that were on and everything. And she said, by the way, they had a giveaway today. And it's something that I already have. So I thought of you and I thought you might like it. I said, oh, well, what is it? And she said, well, it's it's a we. And I just said, what? A we? Really? And she said, yeah, you can have it. I'm like, are you sure? Really? She's like, yeah, what am I going to do with two? So I was like, thank you so much. And so my kids got to have a week for Christmas that year. And it was just because they put it out there. And I didn't even have to actually go to the show. I put it out there that I just wanted tickets to the Ellen show and that she would be giving out a Wii and I could get one for my kids. And synchronicities worked out to where Ellen ended up giving me a Wii for my kids. It was really weird. It's just really bizarre. <laughs> yeah. It was really bizarre. Really, really strangest things that ever happened to me. It was really cool. It's so neat when that stuff happens, though. It really makes you feel like a connection to the universe. The, another time that it happened, I got to actually deliver the synchronicity to one of my best friends. Her father had passed away a year or two before. I can't remember the time frame exactly. And to put it in reference, one of the things that they did as a family that they always remembered that thought was really neat was they got to be on the family feud game. So they were supposed to guess something that knocks. So they, everybody's giving their ideas of different things that knock. For whatever reason, it comes to her father's turn. And he very confidently shouts out in his accent, Woodpecker. And of course it wasn't on there. And it wasn't one of the things. But it lived on legend. We would always say Woodpecker, just like Jules would. So I'm on the freeway. In traffic and I noticed this car in front of me has a license plate that says woodpecker so of course I just call her to tell her oh, I just saw this car with a license plate said woodpecker I thought of your dad and she said that's so weird because today would have been my dad's birthday 
And I was like, no way. So we thought that that was pretty cool, especially since he had been professionally, he'd been a mechanic and he loved cars. So it was so perfect that it the woodpecker showed up as a license plate on a car. So that was kind of cool. That's one of those things that makes it more special and less just by chance because it was strongly associated with something that I strongly associated with him, which is cars and the word woodpecker. So that was really neat. And that made her day. It made her really happy because it made her feel that her dad was around, letting her know that he, he knew that she was thinking of him. And it's, it's neat. It gives you that connection even to people who have passed. So it was kind of fun. Yeah. yeah it's nice. Like, and it really does. These things really do bring those sparks of joy into your life, you know, when you, they, when they happen, because it's not an everyday occurrence normally. And so it is this like extra special moment that you get to have. Mm-hmm. And it's usually a special gift somehow involved, even if it's just a license plate name or whatever that happens. Yep. So we're going to do a second part to this episode next week. So we're going to get to, I have a couple of really amazing, juicy stories. One story is bizarre, but it has to do with, oddly enough, my connection to Liberace, his piano, and an 80s pop star. So that's a really weird one. That one's fun. I think you're going to like it. In the meantime, I hope you liked all our stories we had today. And one of the things that Carl Jung said that makes you have more synchronicities is to notice them and pay attention to them. So even just listening to our stories is bringing your attention to synchronicity. And during the week now, this week, you might notice more synchronicities happening than normal, only because now your attention's drawn to it. And I think that that's really neat. And I hope we get to reinforce those ideas and help bring a little bit more on the next episode. So if you want to find out more craziness and that sort of thing and how I got to be the attending relative that passed away at a wedding, that's weird. That's another one that hit me out of the blue that was so bizarre, so unmistakably a synchronicity with total strangers. These are pretty juicy stories and I can't wait to tell you next week. So thank you for joining us. Okay. We had fun. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. We had a great time. We hope you did too. Please go out in the world and spread some joy. Take care.